435, Jeff Gantz, News Radio, WRBA. It is a Monday afternoon. We have so much that we are dealing with, and I have to tell you, you're, you're dealing with A, B, or C, and somebody else is dealing with D, E, or F. You're being called upon to do hard things. There's a great, great book called God Calls Us to Do Hard Things. Have you ever heard a statement more true than that? United States Senator Katie Britt from Alabama is the author, and I'm so happy to welcome her to the program. Uh, Senator Britt, thank you for being here. Jeff, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to be with you and to be on with your audience. Oh, well, we are thrilled to have you here. And and, and you lay out a title that uh, it's pretty doggone hard to argue with, right? <laughs> right, I hope so. And And one of those things is, like you said in the intro, every single one of us are going through something. Our children are as well. And teaching them when the world knocks them down because... It is true. The world will knock us down. Teaching them to stand back up and be willing to take on hard things um, is so critically important, particularly right now in this world. Do you think that uh, your children are getting that education outside of your home? You know, um, that was one of the reasons that we um, ended up writing this book, like when when they approached me originally, it was after the runoff, and we had a really contentious primary. And uh, they said, you know, do you want to, do you want to write a tell-all about your uh, race? And I said, uh, absolutely not. Thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> and a little then, too classy uh, for that, I know. Yeah, yeah, I thought absolutely not. Um, and then they approached me again after the general, and they said, look, I had a couple of different people say, look, you're going to be the youngest Republican female ever elected to the U.S. Yep. Senate. You will be the only Republican female with school-age kids. What if you write about that? And I said, no, 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 thank you, but no, thank you. I'm not interested. But when they came back in January, February, they had seen that I'd gone talk to a school, and they said, what about this? What about you talk to school groups all over? And I said, yes, that is one of my favorite things to do um, because I think inspiring the next generation, giving them the confidence to succeed, um, telling them about uh, the valleys in your life, because too often, Jeff, you know, we see everyone's peaks, and if you don't see them, then just check out their Instagram feed and oh you will find gosh. them. Yes. <laughs> but it's, it's the valleys where if, if God, if you're honest about how you got there and we take responsibility, and, and that's, that's a whole other issue, people not wanting to take responsibility when, when they fail, um, and you allow God to use those, then you're better equipped to follow his purpose and to do the things you need to do to contribute to the greater good in this great nation. And so when they said, what if you write that? those life lessons that you talk about with all of these different student groups what if you put that down on paper um to to try to cement these values that are that make this country so dear and i thought now that cementing the values of faith family and freedom the things that make this country so special some of the things that i think we are we are forgetting how important and how critical they are to this nation's continued success that that we need to be doing. And so um, that was part of the reason I wrote this was hopefully to give parents, to give young people, to give people who want a new lease on life, um, just a reminder of um, all of the incredible things this country um, you know, stands for and that God calls us to do hard things, and it's our turn to do them. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I, I'm thrilled that uh, you answered the call. I have to tell you that. I've, I've been impressed with uh, 
everything that uh, that you have done as a U.S. Senator. I have to ask you to explain for those of us who are here in Central Virginia the the subtitle for this. God calls us to do hard things. We're all on board. Absolutely, Senator Britt, we're facing that. But then it says lessons from the Alabama wiregrass. Uh, enlighten us, if you don't mind. <laughs> Yes, I will. Well, on the on the first one, just to just to kind of give your listeners just a little bit of a window into the God calls us to do hard things. My daughter, my son and my daughter, you know, we we were not supposed to be able to win this race. And my husband and I had prayed about it. I had an opponent polling at 65 percent. He at the time had the 45th president's endorsement. Um, I was polling at two as an unknown 39-year-old female, and I did say two, so for your listeners, and, and just so you know, you put your name on the ballot and you get to four, so the fact that I could only get to two was really quite remarkable, but not in a way that inspires confidence. Um, and and my son sat me down first. He gave me a list of things that he felt like I, why I needed to run. It was incredibly impressive. Um, I was taken back, and then, I, but I kept praying. I thought, my daughter, I just don't want to be gone from her every week in such a critical time in her life. And she then said to me, uh, Mama, you got to run. And I said, Baby, you know, I don't, you know, I, I appreciate you think your mama could be a U.S. senator. That's really sweet. Uh, but I don't think you understand what a hard thing it is. And without telling her about the polling, without telling her that both my husband and I would have to resign from our jobs, and without telling her um, that people said there was no way I could do it, I just said it's a really hard thing. And she looked at me and she said, well, mama, doesn't God call you to do hard things? Oh. And <laughs> so at that moment, we did not know, we, we, we never believed that God promised us any result, but we knew that God was calling us to be in the arena. And when it came to lessons from the Alabama wiregrass, that is where I grew up. It is a relatively unknown part of the state, so it's a more rural communities where it's military community. It's right outside the gates of now Fort Nova Cell, which used to be Fort Rucker, so where mm-hmm. all of the helicopter pilots are trained. Um, it is a small business agriculture community. When you grow up outside the gates of something so special um, like like Fort Rucker, now Fort Nova Cell, like you see the sacrifice of our servicemen and women every single day. Um, you see that, that sacrifice is not just theirs, it's out of their entire family. And then you just, it, it, it has a small town feel where, you know, even if your mama's not around, if somebody else's mama is around and you're not doing right, she's going to yank you up just like you're hers. Um, so, so I think it, I think it embodies um, the American spirit and the American dream. And I think it is probably very similar to communities all across this country. And I think reminding people about the values of faith, family, and freedom that were instilled in me there um, in small town Alabama and reminding um, people what it takes to stand back up and encouraging them to get in the arena, knowing that everyone's arena is different, just like it was in the Wiregrass. You know, some people are called to be teachers, some are called to be able to stay home, some are called uh, to be physicians, and some are called into the public um, into the public sphere. But every one of those things is important. You have an opportunity to touch lives, change lives, and empower others um, through through whatever it is you do. So, when exactly is your daughter running for office? <laughs> right. I know. I know. And and listen, if I told you about my son, because he said, Mom, may I speak with you privately? And I'm like, oh, geez, who's the adult here? 
Um, <laughs> I, I do. I, um, I drew great strength from their resolve and, and a lot of peace. Because as a mom going back and forth, um, you know, this, this obviously presents, you know, differences and challenges for our family as we get sure. used to it. But, oh, but then you think about what everyone's doing across this country, right? There's a mama that's working double shifts to be able to provide for her kids. There's a dad that's working seven to seven and doesn't get to put them to sleep tonight or wake them up. And then right. there are servicemen and women who are called to duty overseas who may never have the opportunity to come home. And so it pales in comparison to all of this. And it's just a reminder that everybody is doing the best they I have to ask you about your your presence in D.C. And I want to remind everybody, United States Senator Katie Britt is joining us from Alabama. Uh, the youngest uh, Republican woman. I don't know, there's a whole bunch of boxes that were checked, which I think are marvelous. But the thing that impresses me the most, besides being this, this devoted mom, this wonderful wife, as, as, as a person of faith, how difficult is it once you get to D.C. where, I don't know, I, you know, the phrase den of vipers just comes tripping right off my tongue as I look at what goes on in D.C. I mean, is, is, it, is it that big a challenge or are some of these folks actually kind of okay? You know, Jeff, I have been pleasantly surprised. Um, I am a member of a Senate Bible study, and there are actually multiple Senate Bible studies. Um, but the men and women that I study with on Tuesday mornings are such incredible human beings. I get to listen to not only um, their stories, but how deep their faith is, um, their knowledge of the Word. It is just, it has given me a lot of hope. And like I said, it isn't the only Bible study. There are there are three or, or, or more um, where senators get together and they study the Word and they talk about the application and what's in front of us as a nation. And I have great hope because of many of the men and women that I stand shoulder to shoulder with in this institution about what is ahead. And then when it comes to people that you, you know, you and I or others may disagree with, yeah. the way I've chosen to approach that is I really believe in building relationships that are built on trust and respect because I think in this nation, we've lost that. We've lost the ability to, um, you know, disagree agreeably, if that makes sense. Yes, um, and, and, you know, and I think we've got to have a lot of tough conversations in this country. And if the tough conversations are going to yield solutions, then they have to be honest. And if we want them to be honest, then the person sitting across from you has to both trust and respect you. So in every single encounter I have with my colleagues, whether or not I agree with them is an opportunity for me to earn their trust and respect, to stand firm in my values, and to, to be the kind of person that at, at a table can create solutions and move our nation back in the right direction. Wow. I love all of this. I really do. The book is fantastic, and it's it, it is it's one of those books that just uh, uh, it pulls at everything that is right, as far as I'm concerned. It's 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 grounded in faith. This wonderful, wonderful series of accomplishments. Uh, your humility is is just wonderful, and this idea that you keep going back to being that mama on a mission, boy, it just it, it inspires <laughs> right. people. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I got to see several people over the over the weekend as we kind of unveiled, um, you know, the book and, and did a little bit. And there were a number of people who said, I ran for 
uh, my school board because I saw what you did and I want to make a difference for my kids. Or I am now actively engaged in this community organization because I want to make a difference in this arena. And I thought if she could do that, I can do this. And goodness gracious, it, we need everybody doing their part because we have a lot of a lot of tough challenges ahead. And there's in order to fight for the next generation, honestly, Jeff, it's going to take all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you bring this whole Roll Tide thing. You've said that once or twice in your life, haven't you? <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> That's exactly right. I got to tell you, exactly Senator, right. you have replaced my number one favorite thing from Alabama. You're now number one. I've had to move down that amazing white barbecue sauce that Alabama's famous for. I've moved it down to number two. That's how much I enjoyed the book. And uh, Oh, my gosh. Jeff, you, I know what a big deal that is. So for those of you who don't know, it's Big Bob Gibson's Barbecue. Yes. And listen, you'll love this. So every every week, um, we a different Republican senator will sponsor lunch on Thursday for the other Republican colleagues. So we can just kind of talk about our week, wrap up, talk about what's coming next week. And you, you host it from your state. And so you bring your favorite things. And when I had to host... What do you think I had? Well, heck I yeah. had that white barbecue sauce, <laughs> and people were like, what is this? I said, you're going to get hooked. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> so we'll oh have my. to get you some. Oh, man. I love this. I'm telling you, though, it's number two. It's still a high number two, but you're number one now, yeah. Senator. And uh, <laughs> Thank you. I hope it'll Thank be okay if we touch that. base with you moving forward because you, you, you're just doing so much. It is so inspiring, and... Uh, uh, from a dad to a mom, you know, hugs for that uh, beautiful family of yours. Just uh, thank you so much for being here. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. And I would absolutely love to come on any time. Um, so, so please let me know, and, and I'll be happy to do it. And, and thank you for all that you're doing. Really appreciate it. Thank you, ma'am. That is Katie Britt, United States Senator from Alabama. And you've got to check out the book, God Calls Us to Do Hard Things. If that doesn't describe every single person's life, then I, I don't know what else to say. Every one of us, every one of us are dealing with something here, something there. And I think for most of us, we're convinced that what we're dealing with is, is harder than anybody else's challenge. The reality is we're all dealing with it. We're all called to do certain things, different things. Uh, but you got to stand up and answer that challenge. And I think Senator Katie Britt is doing exactly that. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA.